0: Good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for March 21st, episode 2894, brought to you today by the World Equestrian Center. Good morning, Horse World.
0: Hey, I have something different for sound this morning as an opener. Take a listen, all right? Okay.
2: Okay. Takes a back shot. Miguel is there. Miguel is there. Takes a back shot to a player. Hunter digs it out. Hunter headed forward. Hunter all the way from Canada. Wyatt hooks
1: him. Wyatt hooks okay, Antonio. That's
2: freaking. Antonio gets the ball and it's again. Antonio headed towards his goal. Miguel on his right. Miguel defending Antonio.
0: Can you guess where I was yesterday? Oh my
2: God. I could hear the hoofbeats. <laughs> yeah. That's so
0: cool. Well, what happened was we were, we went over to the uh, Florida horse park to watch, uh, polo. And I thought I should record a little bit of this because I recognize that announcer. And I said to Jennifer, I know that announcer. We've had that announcer on our show at one point in the past. And she said, yes, you have. It's Dr. Lauren Proctor Brown. She came on and talked about polo with us in 2020 and i was like i knew i knew that voice from someplace and i thought well i'll record a little bit and as i was recording they all came over and just about jumped in our laps they were right Um, along the board there right in front of us so five feet away so it was perfect recording
2: (laughs) it might have been on retired racehorse radio too that's awesome
0: yes it was so much fun it was fun just to get out and watch it and sit there for you know a couple hours and it was very close game it was eight to seven at the end the last Winning score was uh, scored in the last minute, so it was a fun game. Boy, those horses work hard, and that field, you know, I've watched polo a bunch, but you, every time I go and sit along the sidelines and tailgate, it, you just realize how damn big that field is. It's huge. So cool. Polo is a lot of fun if you get a chance, and you've never seen polo. Go out and watch polo. It is a lot of fun to watch, and and of course they change. They have four. Four chuckers, which are quarters, and they ch- they are seven minutes each, and they change the horses out every chucker so you can see new horses all all day. Thank God, because they do run at full tilt. And they're all thoroughbreds and they're all mares, so it's kind of fun just watching them all out there
1: doing their it, thing.
2: I've been able to facilitate the adoption of many <clears throat> thoroughbred mares for the polo match actually one lady from texas just called me she's like hello like anything new (laughs) you know because they do they i they train them phenomenally and these horses are so well taken care of because they're performance horses they have to really really be able to do their job so it's a fantastic gig for a horse you know well, and,
0: and they almost have to be, you know, a cross between a very fast thoroughbred and a reining, or not a reigning, a barrel racing quarter horse, because they turn on a dime.
2: They <laughs> love it when I send videos of the horses making the turns in the round pen. Yes. Like, it depends on how they make that turn. Like, can they sit and use their butt and push I And mean, There's so many nuances that they look for in these polo ponies, and it's been so fun. But, I mean, it is literally like, um, this one's a 15-3, too tall.
0: Too tall. They want 15-2. 15 to 15-2, right? To
2: 15-2-hand yep. mares. Now, there is a lady up in Tulsa that does use geldings sometimes. But most of the time, if it, I have a 15- 15 to 15-2-hand 15, sporting mare, they want it.
0: Yep. That, you know, was a, the, apparently the week before we missed it, That the, the uh, Florida Horse Park is about 10 minutes from us now. So the week before they had, it was all female teams. So uh, yesterday was the uh, all-male teams. Usually it's a mix, but, you know, they have special matches where they, where they do that. So we missed the all-female teams one. But while we were at the Florida Horse Park, there was a big uh, uh, horse trials going on. So there were 700 horses in the horse trials. Wow.
2: Amazing. That's <laughs>
0: and so cool. then there was a Western Pleasure Show going on. So you've got Western pleasure, you got polo, and you got aventers out there. Which
2: (laughs) one of these is not like the other? Not like the.
0: (laughs) It was kind of an odd combination of horses, and about. Twenty million dollars in rigs, I would say, oh, yeah. between oh, yeah. the Western Pleasure guys who all have the living quarters horse trailers, and then the eventers, who have the widest conglomeration of trailers you've ever seen.
2: Oh yeah, from you really bad ads you, to yeah. million dollars. <laughs> <you> know <laughs> Yeah.
0: Buck Davidson won over the weekend, by the way. Uh, he won cool. the three star, I think it was. But yeah, it was fun. It was fun, fun weekend. And there was a little bit of sound, and that was Doctor Brown, and she announces like. Uh, Professional wrestling. So w- when she's introducing the players at the beginning, it's all like professional wrestling. In over the top dramatics. Are you ready yes, to
2: rumble? Exactly. Wait, exactly. I think I have to pay for that if I keep going.
0: <laughs> it was exactly like that. Anyway, we have our Beyond the Ribbon Spotlight writer, Charlotte Merrill Smith, on with us. Of course, she's our paradressage writer out of Wellington. She's going to give us an update. She's been doing a bunch of competitions. We have Templeton Thompson is back with the release of her brand new CD called Get Back Up. And we're going to play some of her music today. And we're going to uh, also have some... Apparently a question first world problems because you guys oh, are yeah. still having problems I don't know I had a bad one this weekend And you are going to give us an update on how the uh, Grand Oklahoma <laughs> Chicken Auction went
2: Oh my god I can't wait <laughs>
0: We have two auditor birthdays today, Andrea Day and Joyce McKinney. Happy birthday to both of you. And if you would like your birthday read, become an auditor, go to horseradionetwork.com, click on the auditor banner on the upper right-hand side of the page.
2: It's getting a little awkward around here because... I have a young man that works for me, works with me, and he has a real name. But here on the show, I call him farm boy <laughs> because it's funny. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to give my daily winnie out to farm boy because he did something spectacular. It is so hard to find good people to work. Well, as you guys know, I've I've because of a lot of stuff, I've now become a certified facility for thoroughbred aftercare alliance adoption, all this blah 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 stuff. With that comes inspections. And I had an inspection over the winter and they came and they looked at my place and they passed and I did all the things. Well, they called me again. They're like, We're trying to get all our inspections done by April, so we're gonna come back. And so I'm supposed to call her and schedule the inspection for this Is that a once-a-year deal? Apparently, it is once-a-year deal. And they were like, well, you know we were just there, and you got really high marks, and everything's great, but we need to look at it again. And I was like, well, okay. Uh, so they're coming back. So the reason Farm Boy gets my daily winny is because he's studying in school. He's very hardworking, but I needed help stripping my stalls i need to like strip the stalls reset the mats get the bedding down you know br- do everything brand new even though i don't always have fresh shavings in the stalls because the wind here blows everything around it's got to look pretty when the people come to do the inspection but i need to strip the stalls because the horses only come up an hour to a day so i kind of let it go of a anyway he came last night at 7 p.m and started stripping stalls and did not leave here till 9.30 p.m. I could hear him going up and back up because you muck the stalls and you've driven the back of the property to the manure pile and back forth. So I could hear him <laughs> down the driveway, <laughs> down the driveway back. He must have made 100 trips. It was awesome. I, and so I just wanted to thank him. And he also did something very special over the weekend. And I hope you
0: pay this boy.
2: Oh, you know I pay that boy. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know what I would do without him amazing so you know the, you
0: call him farm boy on the show by the
2: way. well that's where it's getting a little uh, awkward <laughs> one okay because i had to uh, something happened over the weekend uh, i can't remember i know it just i was telling him i was like yeah i talked about you on the show and i don't know if you ever listen to the podcast no okay cool good. <laughs> because i don't use your name i'm like I, i i call you farm boy and he's like what? <laughs> it's like, Let's move on. Carrying on. So we're longlining Miles and Stanley, and I have a trail that's adjacent to the property, and he always longlines Miles because Miles is kind of the easier one, and Stanley can be a little more challenging. Uh, and so he's like, I'll do Stanley today. And I was like, cool. You know what? We haven't sat on Stanley yet. Why don't you throw your big old Western saddle on him? And that'll even desensitize him a little bit more to the idea of something big and heavy on his back. And so we threw the Western saddle up and got him in the round pin and he was fine with it and so we long lined stanley and miles out on the trail and we take turns who leads and so somebody's in the front somebody's in the back you know and it's really educational and about halfway through i was like we should since he's got that big old western saddle on we should hop on him well farm boy stirrups are not long enough or can't get short enough for me because he's six four and he was like i go he goes i'll do it well, my friend, that sounds like a great idea. And so we made our way back up to the barn. It was Stanley's birthday. And what did I get him for his birthday? I got him a six foot four cowboy. <laughs> so we made our first ride ever on Stanley, the baby who was born here practically on the air uh, three years ago. So for his three-year-old birthday, he got a cowboy. <laughs> and yeah. he did great. And, and the he did good, is, yeah. Well... The the problem is the reason I haven't been on him is because he was fifteen two over the summer and now he's sixteen two and wow. it's only six months later and so he's stretched out like Gumby like whoop straight up and down you know he reminds me of the Gumby's horse Pokey you know so <laughs> he's just really narrow and really skinny so he got on him and I let him around him, and soon it was like I can't I can't walk I can't no. I can't walk with somebody on me. And it was like, he was like drunk, you know, like, like what? Trying to figure out how to balance the rider. So we're just going to have no hurry with this horse at all. And so we're just going to slowly take our time going forward and walking around. And so I just led him around a little bit and we got off. So I was like, Stanley, farm boy, check your virginity. (laughs) That did not go as well as it did in my head. (laughs) It sounded a lot funnier in my head, Glenn. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it didn't sound good here either, to be honest.
2: Nah, so that's <laughs> so good.
0: Are we not calling him farm boy anymore? Or is that over now?
2: No, I still call him Farm Boy.
0: Oh, okay, good. But
2: it's really hard. Because I don't
0: even know his first name. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's confusing to me to call him by his name and yet call him by a different name. But you know what? It's okay. It's funnier that way. <laughs> and I didn't want to say, like, have you seen Princess Bride? When I was like, I call you Farm Boy? I didn't say that because I don't want to be like, Farm Boy, fetch <laughs> me that petcha. You, you know, like, I no, don't want to make it weird. <laughs>
0: no, no, what you just said there wasn't weird at all. No, no. I, that's
2: where I get I just go a little Do too far. Do you
0: understand what comes out of your mouth sometimes?
2: No, I don't. I don't think before I speak, which is why this shows us somewhat funny, you know, because I you don't. Know, if I really thought about what I said, I wouldn't say those
0: things. If only the people knew what I actually have to edit out before the oh, show goes out.
2: Bless you. You may want to edit that out.
0: <laughs> so now on Friday, Did you edit, you edit now... that
2: out from when I said it on Saturday. That'd be great. I'm trying to
0: move on here. Uh, so. Friday, you announced that you were going to the Great Oklahoma Chicken Auction. Oh my god! And is that what it was called? Please tell me that's what it was called, because I know,
2: because it's not the only Oklahoma Chicken Auction. Okay. As I learned, there's a lot of them, and people actually will go to chicken auctions, buy chickens, take them to other auctions, and flip them. People they flip, flip chickens. Chickens. <laughs> How much can you
0: make flipping a chicken?
2: I mean, I watched a guy spend that you like load in at two at ten a.m and you're there and this thing ended at midnight Glenn. and i'm staying And it was like all chickens? Chickens, rabbits, ducks, geese, goats and a she- i think there was one sheep. <laughs> so it's all just like small farm animals, okay? No no horses, i can't go to horse auctions. It'd oh, be, you didn't think the record sounds for this, did you? Uh, no, I did not. I'm sorry. I should have. Uh, there was a video taken of me doing some bidding, but we will not share that uh, because I'm pretty sure I bid against myself. Like, they were like, "Stop!" <laughs> I was like, does you know?" I mean, that's like a dollar. Well, they they go so fast, and
0: they kind of trick you into thinking you're bidding against someone else. And sometimes there's no other bidder either.
2: I know. Yeah. It was Especially really at these I really little auctions. Yeah. I the first one I I bought, I was like. I don't even know. I'm so how much were
0: chickens going for at the Great Oklahoma Chicken Auction?
2: Well, it's called the Chicken Coop Auction Barn, Glenn, and it is in a place called <laughs> Newcastle, Oklahoma. Please tell me it looks
0: like a great big chicken coop.
2: It's it's just a big pavilion with like some farm, like uh, some underground area with like okay, stalls. Okay, please tell me every redneck in the
0: county was there.
2: Oh, my God. You. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, watch out, redneck with money over here because I took cash. <laughs> I was like, take a couple hundred bucks cash. What could possibly go wrong? I'll spend it is what I did. So so the auctions started way before because they auction off fertilized eggs first, Glenn. <laughs> fertilized eggs. Really? And then they auction off baby chicks and I don't need any baby chicks. How do I you still- guarantee
0: your eggs fertilized, by the way? I don't. No. <laughs> okay
1: just
2: checking. i don't know um but like some of the, the there's like rare breeds of chickens that are really expensive one type of egg went for a hundred dollars a dozen no, no that was just one i don't know what kind of chicken it was some sort of crazy ones but they would bring the, my question was did they auction off each chicken individually yeah that was my next question that would be exhausting and so what they would do is they would bring out a box like a crate of chickens, There could be two, there could be three, there could be four. Heck, by the end of the night, there was like 15 chickens in each crate. <laughs> so they're like, all right, we're going to start the bidding off and you you can take bid. them one, take them all. Bid for the first, like mm. you get first choice yep. was the first bidding. So they bid for, blah, 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 for the first choice. And then you would bid either and you would bid for sometimes if they're, they were just all the same, you would bid for. A chicken, but it would be times four, like however many there were in the crate, and you just get them all. Um, so the first one was these two tiny little hens, and they were so cute. And so I bid, uh, and I don't, I don't have any idea how much money I spent on these tiny worthless little birds. <laughs> and I was with these two girls, okay? I'm with a girl named Ginger, and I'm with a girl named Alicia. And Alicia, this is her big idea, and she's been asking me for months to come to this thing. So I finally, yes, we're gonna go. And. Sh- these girls are horrible to take to an auction. (laughs) So at one point they're like bidding and it's like, I don't know, $17, like $17, 17, 17. And then somebody bids 18. And then they're like, we're 19. We're 19. And Alicia's sitting next to me going, yes. Yes, it's only a dollar. Like, uh, uh, no, Alicia, it's nineteen dollars for a chicken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I, and and at the end, how of how much it, do they
0: go for it? Like TSC, I, I don't know.
2: Well, I the don't know. They chicks. don't, they don't sell big chickens. These uh, were the big ones. These so these are the, these are the ones. adult ones. I don't know how old they are. I don't know what they're. You don't even know if
0: they're laying at. eggs anymore. <laughs> you
2: can walk up and kind of look at them in the crate because they come on a table like a conveyor belt. Like, here's the next set of chickens, and and it was. Utter madness because they, they kept switching auctioneers because it's like 400 hours long. And so th- just as soon as I get in the rhythm of understanding what one would say, another one would come up. And I'm like, dang it, now I got to start over trying to understand oh, what so it's so you're saying. trying to
0: listen to an auctioneer with an Oklahoma accent?
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I wish you had
0: recorded this. <laughs>
2: oh, man. I, don't worry. I'm probably going to go back. So how many uh, chickens did you buy? So I ended up... So the first thing I bid on was these two tiny little hens. And and so, like, once you win them, you go up and you get them, oh. like, off the table.
0: What, are you supposed and to have your own box of crate then?
2: To- yes. So oh, okay. we had brought a crate. Okay. My, my friend Ginger has a big, giant dog crate. So I walk up, and, and they're like, I, I, I'm sold, you know. So I walk up to get these two little chickens, and they're in a cage. And I reach, and you're in front of everybody. And there's, like, <laughs> 300 people sitting there. And here's me. And I'm, like, so tired. On the chickens! so I get up there and I grab one out and I take a selfie with it, like right there in front of everybody. <laughs> and then I go to get the next one. <laughs> that little jerk attacks me <laughs> a little tiny chicken attacked me for coming in and trying to pick it up and I'm like wrestling it trying not to like look like an idiot you know I'll uh, try it. and then I'm like selfie time click and so I grabbed I'm holding two tiny chickens in my arms like little footballs and I walk back through the crowd to my seat and I stuff them in my crate okay so there's two chickens in the crate next comes out the time goes on and and then they had this do you remember my little tiny rooster they called him chesty larue and he was this tiny little malaysian sarama tiny little chicken with big puffed up chest and they had another one for and we lost him to a coyote he was protecting his flock so we lost him and so i they had another tiny little rooster and i was like oh my god but he was in with like Three or four fancy little chickens, and this a story it might be getting too long. But long story short, I they were like, "I'm bidding on first choice in here." Da, 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 da. And I'm pretty sure I spent I don't know $150 <laughs> on, on a chicken, and so I go up there like first pick. Which one do you want? And I was like, "I want the rooster," and they were like, "On the mic, he goes." uh ladies and gentlemen she actually wanted the rooster so we're gonna <laughs> open the bidding back up I said, yeah, nobody wants the rooster but he was so turning cute and so i i like i reach in and i grab this little rooster and i held him for like an hour like, like was my, he the uh, yellow one that i saw the pictures of he is a, no, he is a multicolored, I, I was, it's the one I was holding and smiling because I was so excited to have him because he's so cute. Turns out he's a raping a-hole, but whatever. <laughs> you bought a rooster. <laughs> I put him in there. I, I I got the rooster, the tiny little rooster, and they opened the bidding back up, and I walk back, and I put him in the crate with the little. Oh, and he chicken, went at it. <laughs> and I sit down, and my friend uh, Ginger goes, uh, he's definitely a proven rooster. Literally <laughs> five seconds after I put him in there with these tiny chickens, they belonged to him. I was like, "Oh my god." Okay, so then I was like, "You guys, I don't, I don't need anything else." Like, we can go. And my friend Alicia is like, "This is the best time I've had in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's my only time out of the else.
0: house." <laughs> and
2: we are going to stay. And and I was like, "But I don't need anything." And she goes, "Jamie, it is not about what you need. It is about what." You want. And I was like, okay. So then I really wanted a silky. And so it's a, a two, a two boxes. Silkies comes out, two silkies. And so I bid on them, and I get up there and they were like, I was like, what are they? And they were like, it's, it's females. And so I buy the females and I get back to the, to my seat with the two females and, and I have them in the crate and I'm going to stick them in my crate. And my friend Ginger looks down. She's like, that clearly says rooster on the top. I was like, excuse me, <laughs> I just paid $40 for two silky roosters. I'm going to march back up there. So then I have to be that girl who's like, oh, I didn't want to buy roosters. They said they were hens. And then they did. They were, So they refunded my money on those. Ended up, I bought like two more silky hens. Those are
0: he the ones hens. I saw the pictures of, the blonde ones.
2: The ones that just sit, the ones sitting yes. on Lucas's head. Yes. Like I mean, this is, they're like the sweetest chickens. And I bought a frizzle chicken. And then I bought another, I don't know. Shoot, I bought a rooster, a couple tiny ones, a frizzle, a couple of things. Anyway, it was not about they're useless creatures. Useless. <laughs> However, they're so cute. And so you look as nice. I spent all day down there yesterday playing with our new chickens. It was really exciting, really fun. Um actually I mean we literally stayed till midnight till it was over because my friend Ginger wanted to buy a chicken that like went last of course. Of course. <laughs> And so yeah, until so she bought a chicken, and then she's like, "Oh, I really want to buy some doves." I was like, "What do you need doves for?" She lives in my house, like it lives in the tiny house. So I'm like, "Where are you gonna put doves?" I was so I to Chad. I'm like, "Ginger just bought two Don't doves." They just fly was, away. Pigeons. Or
0: she's giving
2: them in a, a cage. And I and Chad writes back. He's like, "What is she gonna do? Train the pigeons to like send messages to us <laughs> at the house, and we send them back down to the house?" So anyway, now now in my chicken coop, there's like. Two pigeons <laughs> and 9,000 chickens. It's craziness. However, oh, my God, that was fun. It was really fun. But, like, you get there and if you can – have you – okay. There's a television show. I think it's on Apple TV, and it's called Chicken People. <laughs> it's about people that chicken show chickens, and it is very similar to what I sat through <laughs> All the people around us, uh, like like I would say something, I'm like, well, that's a nice, you know, Rhode Island red. Somebody would turn around, be like, that's an Easter Egger. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was. It was, There was children, Glenn, running around barefoot through the chicken areas, and and like people that were like smoking cigars. Is there any
0: talk of avian flu? Because isn't that a thing right now?
2: I don't know. There was no talk of no, that. I'm I sure people talk about Fight Club. And fight Club, right? You know, so no talk of that. Just, I was just. It was just as um, just as much as you can imagine. A giant auction of chickens. Imagine a giant group of individuals that are all mostly very giant sitting down. <laughs>
0: It's their what? entertainment for the month. What are you talking oh about? Oh,
2: my God. It was big dudes in Newcastle, Oklahoma, let me tell you. And then the people were handing out flyers for other chicken auctions. Like, come to our chicken auction. Like, if you're going to come to this one, you might as well come to ours. And Anyway, it was it was definitely entertaining. Definitely. Well, like – I was shocked at how many people, when I posted the pictures, were like, "Oh my god, I want to go to a chicken auction!" Like so, April, come One of our listeners is uh, sending me a horse to start, and she's like, "Is there any chance that there's a chicken auction the weekend I'm coming up?" <laughs> and turns out there is. So See, I'm pretty sure April's going to go
0: to a chicken auction when she comes. I grew up in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, where where there were all those kinds of things all the time. Because oh. the Amish love auctions, so that's where they'd buy a lot of their stuff. Uh, and we'd go to the, uh, Green uh, Green Dragon had the hay auction and the livestock auction every Friday, and they would have any kind of livestock you could imagine, uh, including chickens and rabbits and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, there was rabbits. So anyway, I, th- I said at the end of the night, after loading in, being there all day long, I watched a guy cash out like he had brought mm. animals to sell, and he made seventy two dollars. For the
0: whole, whole day. day. Yeah.
2: I was like, no. like, I, There's got to be a better way.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we're a little classier here in Ocala because we have the World Equestrian Center. You have chicken auctions in Oklahoma, we have the World Equestrian Center I'm not here jealous in Oklahoma. <laughs> So right now, one of the things that they do over at the World of Question Center is they have the WEK magazine. it's WEC magazines. It's W E C for World of Question Center magazine. You can pick them up all around the World Question Center or read them online. We'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, this month's stable spotlight is MTM Farm with Brianna Taylor. And also you'll find an article called 24 Hours in the Life of Eventer Doug Payne, who listeners to the Horse Radio Network know Doug Payne. And we'll put that link in the show notes. But I was over there for dinner. I went to a restaurant I hadn't been at before on St. Patty's Day. Now I, it was a business dinner, and I we didn't we forgot it was St. Patty's Day, so we went to the Yellow Pony, which has been talked about here on the show before a couple of weeks ago because of the size of their soft pretzels, which are the size of your.
2: Okay, the Yellow Pony. It just takes me to Atlanta because there's a place called the Pink Pony, and it's a strip club. Yup. Yep. yep. <laughs>
0: I know, Yellow finally kind of reminded me of that, too. It is not a strip club in any way, shape, or form. But we did eat there. It was great. It was good. But it was also uh, St. Paddy's Day party night at the hotel. So they were parking us far away and taking us in by golf carts. And there was quite a party going on by the time we were done because they have all these special events all the time. There was jumping going on behind the hotel. There was green beer in front of the hotel. And they just have all kinds of stuff. Like this week, there's a Pasifino show. Now, you might think... That that would be boring to watch. I got to tell you, if you ever get a chance to see a Pasafino show, go over and watch them on their wood boards do their Pasafino thing. Now, it's good for about a half an hour, but it was it was entertaining. <laughs> uh, there's also a collector car auction this weekend. And if you're in the area, head over Saturday night. They have the $200,000 Mars Grand Prix. That's Saturday night at 7 p.m. It's kind of the big show at cul- you know, culmination jumping show of the year. So head on over there. Also look forward to the Festivals of Speed Exotic Car Show and the Kentucky Derby Party is the first weekend in May. So they have a lot going on over there. And the Kentucky Derby Party they set up actually in the big arena. And you watch it on the huge jumbotrons. So you're partying down in the arena, on the floor of the arena, and you watch the jumbotrons. Awesome. It's kind of cool. So yeah, take a take a look at their website. We'll put a post all the links in the show notes, and we thank them for being a sponsor of Horses in the Morning.
2: We're pleased to welcome Charlotte Merle-Smith, our Beyond the Ribbon Spotlight rider, and Charlotte has been crushing it down in Wellington. Hey, Charlotte, thanks for joining us. Good morning. I've been having an amazing time Oh my Wellington. gosh, it looks just looks amazing. So, t- yeah. first of all, reintroduce your horse to all of us.
3: Okay, well, um, her name is Gigi. Her proper name is Guada. Um, she is an 11-year-old Dutch warm
2: blood. And
3: I've had her now for two years.
2: And you guys have formed an amazing partnership. You are a para rider. So you have been down in Wellington dancing in the sandbox. And I'm looking at your photos that you've posted on Facebook and oh my gosh, just incredible. So you had a competition over the weekend. Get us caught up on that. Yeah. So I have a, I had a CPEDI, which is a para version of a CDI.
3: Um, so a CPDI three star and, um, It was hot, (laughs) very hot, um, but she was great. Um, we had our personal best scores in the freestyle. Um, I scored, let's see, I even brought it up. I got a 69, five in our team test, a 71, two in the individual and a 74, four in the freestyle.
2: Unbelievable. What is your, what, so in the freestyle, what is your, do you have music for that? Yep. It's, um, to the Lady Hawk
3: movie. Um, so
2: it's the Lady Hawk soundtrack. Nice. Love it. Okay. So you've got your Lady Hawk soundtrack. You're in there. What are some of the movements that you do in a freestyle? So in the para, I'm a grade three. Um,
3: so I need to do a Working walk, a medium walk, I mean, a, a well, they call it a stretching walk, um, working trot, medium trot, um, eight meter walk voltage, 10 meter trot voltage, leg guild at the trot, um, a three loop serpentine with walk transitions over the center line, um, and, all of this, you know, I have to, I can say like, oh, I only walk and trot, but I have to be in basically a pre-St. George frame at right. least. Um, so it has to be, you know, walking with purpose, that sort of thing. <laughs>
2: to me, in, on the days that I do some dressage when I compete, uh, the walk was my lowest score. Like that was the hardest thing to get done and to get it straight. And uh, I think that is probably the hardest gate. Oh
3: my gosh, it is so. Especially because there's no suspension, so it makes it really hard. Um, and it was really hard look, looking for a horse when I was searching for my current horse because I was like, "Can I have more than a few steps of walk?" And you know, and the, even the pros that I'd look at horses, they'd be like, "Oh my gosh, this is hard." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it turns out you can get a whole lot done if you can get a good walk. All your other gates are quite good.
2: Yeah, I heard that. (laughs) (laughs) I should probably work on that. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, good luck. Yeah, thanks. Charlotte, so talk a little bit about the team that is with you. Um, So I'm super fortunate this winter season
3: to be down riding with Ruth Hogan Poulsen and Team Poulsen Dressage. Um, And Ruth is one of the first people I rode with originally after I got hurt, but it's been sort of off and on. She's in Vermont and Loxahatchee, Florida. Um, and so it's, she's been amazing for uh, Gigi is my (laughs) path, path to success. Um, and then there are a bunch of girls that work in the barn that have just been welcoming me with open arms. You know, I do things in the barn that, um, are take up time for them. Like, Cleaning all the tack. I do a little laundry. I clean all the buckets, um, that sort of thing. It's amazing how much just that stuff takes all day. Um, but, uh, so I have them and they're so helpful and willing to just, you know, help me do other things like put my saddle on that sort of thing. Um, and then for the C petty, my mom came down. Um, and so that helped. She's amazing. She's my groom timekeeper. Everything um, she does, incredible braids, and Gigi loves her. So I have my mom Ruth and the girls that work with me.
0: So Charlotte, tell us what you when you're down in Wellington during the height of show season like this. What's your schedule look like? Are you are you riding every day? Do you show every week? How's it How's it work?
3: Um, I'm in the barn five days a week. Ruth rides her horses. She get, they have Sunday and Monday off, unless there's something that, you know, a show or something. Um, and so I'm in the barn five days a week, all day. Um, so I'm riding those days. Um, and then on days like Sundays and Mondays, I try to do things like actually clean my room. (laughs) Um, who wants to do that? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, I was thinking, I was literally mopping the floor of my bathroom right before you called and, I was like, "This has got to be a f- equestrian first world problem." Like, I <laughs> I have to clean my horse's stall and my stall. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, how often do you show? Is it every other week or?
3: Um, since I've been down here, no, I don't. I show probably every three weeks. I've done two national shows and one international show since I've been down here.
0: Gotcha. So what, what's the plan going through this year? What are you hoping you, you mentioned something about, am I allowed to say something about traveling overseas? Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So talk to us about that. What's that?
3: So this last c that we had was the first qualifier for the U.S. team for the world equestrian championships, um, formerly known as the world games. Um, so I, we have another CPETI in June and try on, and then after that, they named the team for Denmark. So that would be my ultimate goal would be going, traveling to Denmark with the US para team. Um, And if that's not in the cards this year, then we'll be going to the Festival of Champions, Champions out in the Lamplight, Illinois. Um, and it's awesome because this year, normally our, the para-national championships are just sort of a, another competition. But this year, the national championships are going to be combined with all the other able-bodied dressage riders, which is going to be awesome. Absolutely oh, cool. awesome.
0: That's very
3: cool. Yeah.
0: So so how many people will go? You said Denmark, right? How many people are going to go? Yeah. Is it uh, th- three people on a team and one
3: alternate? Is that how it works? Yeah. So... Um, because we've got a team test and an individual test. Yeah, four people will travel, then three ride on the team, but the individual just rides their individual test.
0: Okay. Well, no pressure, but for horses in the morning it would be better if you went to Denmark than did. Okay. So no pressure there. Okay. All, Charlotte.
3: No problem. I'm on. I'm
0: on it. All right, good, good.
3: <laughs> well, Charlotte, we're so Gigi proud of, to do it too. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're so proud mm-hmm. of you and everything you've accomplished. I knew what you went through before you got Gigi. <laughs> for the couple of years that you sat around waiting for a horse, not waiting, but looking for a horse, and it's very difficult to find a horse that has what you need, and mm-hmm. I got to see that process, and there were some down times, and you know, but yet Charlotte kept positive she knew that this horse was going to show up someday, and it did uh so good for you, Charlotte, for hanging in there during the rough times to get to the good times.
2: Thank you. We're it's so proud great. to call you our friend. Someday we're going to meet. It's uh, going to be amazing. We love you. And, oh, my gosh, best of luck. And I can't wait to catch up with you next time. I love seeing all your pictures. So make sure you keep documenting everything so we all can share. Thank you.
3: I'm working on this whole social media thing.
2: You're doing <laughs> better. You're doing good. Yeah. Doing good. <laughs> Thanks, Charlotte. <laughs> Thanks, Charlotte. All right. Thank God. Thanks, guys. Is your horse showing signs of nervousness, inflammation, pain, or digestive issues? If so, American Harvest products might be the solution that you need. This Montana-based company develops the highest quality hemp products and offers a line specifically for horses, including CBD oil, premium hemp extract, and equine hemp-derived pellets. American Harvest natural equine hemp pellets are vet-formulated and produced from natural hemp. The pelleted formula is manufactured with potent raw CBD using no chemical processing so your horse will love the taste as much as you'll love the benefits look for the full line of american harvest products at your local equine shop any hub or dealer or online at store.altech.com and every month american harvest is offering an exclusive giveaway for the horse radio network listeners one lucky winner will receive a free 90 day supply of american harvest equine products and you can check out today's show notes for details on how to enter
0: And coming up next, it's like old friend day here on the show. We have our old friend Templeton Thompson with us. And, of course, you've heard her on the show many times, but she has her new CD coming out called Get Back Up. Well, Templeton, you have a brand new CD coming out. Tell us
4: about it. I do. I'm so excited. It's called Get Back Up, and thanks for having me on. I love you guys so much. Yeah, it's called Get Back Up, and the new single is actually out in the world right now. We released it at the end of January, and she's slowly but surely getting her stride, and we're promoting it like crazy and just wanting folks to go, you know, download it from iTunes and from my website and stream it, share it. Tell people about it, and that way we can make lots of money, so we can do good in the world. That's well, my goal. I want to be a big old philanthropist.
0: When we're done, <laughs> when we're done here with Templeton's interview, we're going to play it for you, so everybody gets to hear it. But this is part of a whole uh, album CD, right?
4: Yeah, it's a whole, you got it, and God bless you. You've just always been so supportive. Jamie as well. You guys have always been amazing. And, yeah, it has 14 songs on it. I'm actually, I should I should know these things. Um, but, yeah, and we're going to officially release the album on Earth Day on April 22nd. And it will then be available to download only from my website. And But right now you can actually buy the full hard copy autographed and personalized, if you want, CD from my website as well. So we're just doing, we're learning how to release one single at a time, having fun, and, you know, just um, just getting back out there in the world, literally getting back up. I mean, the song is my fight song, and I know it's, I think it's speaking to some other folks too, and the album itself is just, uh, it's an album of resilience, and literally getting back up. It's what I've been working on for a long time getting back I, up i think <laughs> after a tough time. we have
0: heard this song and i think after the listeners hear it too they're going to understand that it really this song really applies to everybody right now i mean everybody yeah uh yeah. you yeah. couldn't have picked a better song t- for the world right now actually um now how yeah. many of the songs yeah,
4: thank come, you and unfortunately right yeah exactly yeah,
0: yeah. 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 how yeah. many of the songs on this new album are horsey related or cowboy related
2: um I have to look directly at them, but let me think. I'm looking okay. at it. Okay. So we've got, when I okay. get that pony road, that's yep. a horse one in this rodeo, yep. get back up unbranded, yep. ride a yep. wide circle. Let me yep. run. I know that's horsey, yep. dark horses and long shots, <laughs> cowboy yeah. history. I mean, all of the, like. That, <laughs> that's what I love about all the songs is like, it's songs for people that lived the lifestyle of horses and uh love the the beautiful voice. I would like to comment about the picture on the back. Templeton, you are so pretty. Yeah. And your horse oh, is so yeah. pretty. However, Thank you, my children. <laughs> I'm questioning the practicality of cantering in a field with a giant long dress on. <laughs>
4: oh, it was so much friggin' fun! So fun, and you know that dress. In fact, if my man Sam was here at the moment, he's actually at his mom's headed headed home right now. Um, at our sweet mama G's, and actually that was her dress. Long oh, wow. ago. Yeah, I'm that cool. And it's yeah, so, we that had so is much cool. fun. And, and it's her petticoat, too. So I've got to wear a petticoat and a dress. I am um, working really hard to get back in that dress because the <laughs> pandemic has made me fluffy. So I'm working. I will, by God, get back in that dress. But yeah, it's actually quite fun to ride in a dress, Um, especially if you can ride a stride, you know, so um, we, we had you know, we put, I had shorts on underneath there, you know, so you can, ride. you can imagine, because the whole side saddle thing, I don't think that ever would have flown with me. Um, No,
2: looking at these pictures reminds me of the the tv show 1883 because the young girl in there you know she's forced to ride in a dress and then finally discovers the magic of pants but it the, these that's pictures are very much take me <laughs> back to that kind of feeling and and the songs kind of to that time when yeah that's that's how you survived you know was riding horses and and it was part of your life
4: Oh, wow, Jamie. Thank you. Well, from your lips to God's ears, because I'm determined to get songs on that show. So maybe you say that out loud. (laughs) That's going to happen.
2: I'm just going to
4: meet Kevin Costner. So, someday, someday.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, heck, Tim McGraw's got to live down the street from you, and he's the star of 1883. What was happening? Come on, Tim. I know, I know, and same deal there. I've
4: I've never met Tim. I've been in the same room with Faith once many years ago, and I've dreamt for years of those two recording our songs. So, once again, from your lips to God's ears, because I know they are kicking booty hooty in that show. Isn't that awesome? That's awesome. I'm dreaming big. Thank you. You never know. Uh,
0: You never know. We put it out there.
4: you put it out there, you know, We, if you don't try, nothing happens, right? So I'm trying. Believe me, I'm trying.
0: <laughs> well, we'll post a link to where okay. you can get the CD. You can buy it right on Templeton's website. We'll post a link to it now um, and put that in our show notes for today. It's templetonthompson.com slash getbackup. It's kind of easy to remember. Uh, so go, go there and buy the CD today. We're going to play, as I said, uh, we're going to play the title track of the CD called Get Back Up here in a second. Anything else you want to tell the people, Templeton?
4: Just that I love all y'all. So oh, much. we'll see you
2: at the you movement. Too. Oh yes, that's right. And we gotta right.
4: talk about the movement too, and you know, just um, ah, I'm so excited. Can you tell? I'm just a little excited. Oh my, oh, my God, I'm so excited, yes. too.
2: So June 17th <laughs> through the 19th in San Ynez at Monty Roberts Farm. We're doing uh, it's like it's uh, the whole event and it's horses and music and Tempe's going to be doing a concert on Friday night, the 17th. It's going to be so awesome. Oh, my gosh. The whole weekend is just going to be life changing and unique and full of horses and full of music and full of love. And, and it's going to be awesome. So anybody who wants to go, there are still some tickets available, I believe uh, you can go to to Monty Roberts dot com slash movement or just Monty Roberts dot com. You can look in the top right and click the link that says movement, but you'll get to hang out with Tempe and on Saturday night we get to drink some wine together. So I'm looking forward to that, too. I'm so
4: I'm so excited. That's it. It is literally a dream come true for me. I have always dreamt of getting to be out there with Monty and Debbie and Pat and y'all and just getting to be with all the beautiful babies, all their four-legged children. It's going to be so much fun. So I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. And, hey, something I do want to mention, and I'm, I'm still sorting through this, but I wanted folks to know this, y'all, because if given, the, given the times, um, we are, speaking of my music being available on my website and all those different places, right? And, and we have Hippie Chick Cowgirl merch as well. I haven't figured out exactly how to do this yet, but we're going to give a portion of our proceeds from some sales coming up very soon to help in Ukraine. So I don't know how yet because I've been really researching nonprofits and trying to figure out, I mean, I wish I was a gazillionaire and I could send so much money um, and I'm, I'm working on that, but we are actually working on some things with some dear friends in the industry and also with family who mm-hmm. um, are from Ukraine. So um, yeah. So I just wanted to say that I don't know what we're doing yet, but and also, like, I post on my Facebook often and on Instagram about organizations I'm finding out about um, where you can send money to help two and 4 leggeds, four and 2 leggeds alike. So, that's just, it's so on my heart, y'all. I have to do something.
2: Love you, Tempe. I will see you in June, oh. and we're going to fix the world, hopefully, before then. <laughs>
4: we are. We are, sister. I love you. You're beautiful. You
2: are such a beautiful, hippotite cowgirl, rock star. Superstar, superhero. All right. Templeton (laughs) Thompson. TempletonThompson.com slash get back up. Go check out the song. We're going to play it now for you. Here it is. Templeton Thompson's new song. Never saw it coming. Happened all at once and
1: now. Now this is now and I can let it break me, I can let it take me down, down all the way down. But that's not how I made I got miles and miles and miles to go And this ain't my last rodeo No, i get back up, get back on And ride, 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 ride Every day's another chance to take a leap of faith Find a way onward And I can feel you with me Every single step I take You make me stronger
2: it's time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems
1: this ought to be good
2: it will be because we all have them. Those problems that plague us with our horses. If you have a horse problem, it is a first world problem and you can submit them to me and let me know what you have going on. If you become an auditor and, uh, on Sundays or Mondays, I put up a post saying, what is your current problem? I actually had to share my own equestrian first world problem this time, Glenn, which is this beautiful filly. She's gray. her Julie, roulette, Juliet, beautiful off the track thoroughbred. And I thought, what color? You know, I don't, I don't do barn colors. I do individual horse colors. Okay. And so I, I looked at pink and she kind of, but pink is really hard to kind of match. So I thought teal, what could possibly go wrong? So I ordered a saddle pad that was teal and a set of boots and the saddle pad came and it's perfect, and I put it on her, and it's awesome. And then the boots came, and they were like a completely different color. Oh
0: yes, teal. We used to sell. <sighs> remember, we used to have a tack shop. Teal. There's no two same colors of teal.
2: Yeah. So then I sent those back, and then <laughs> the feed store had these teal halters, and I'm like, oh my god, that's totally perfect. I'm bringing it home. It's a completely different color. Yeah, than the saddle you picked pack.
0: the wrong color. <laughs>
2: in the meantime, I bought yet another pair of boots that finally came in the mail, and. My horse is three different colors of teal on you know, him right now. You know, the
0: other color, surprisingly, that doesn't work is red because there's like 85 shades of red.
2: Yes, I'm aware of that because <laughs> everything I have for the other horse is red because yeah. I've already had a gray horse. so I didn't have to buy any more things for him. But, yeah, he's a variety of reds, too. I mean, if you think about it, they can make black different colors. That's so true. Forbid. Yeah.
0: yeah. White um, is anyway, your only safe color. It's pretty much I know, white. but that's
2: just going to get dirty and look different anyway. <laughs> sure. um, so, the equestrian first world problem submitted by our aud- auditors, they are kind enough to share. It's cathartic. And Diane has uh, something to say. She says, I finally got a truck to pull a horse trailer, but now I can't find a horse trailer that I like that's <laughs> not something out of really bad ads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is tough right now to find trucks and trailers.
2: Yeah. Joy says I was (laughs) great. I was feeding in a hurry last night. And when I got back to the house, I realized my Fitbit watch must have flung off in the barn somewhere and I can't find it. And now I feel naked without it. And I don't know how many steps or calories I have done today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You still did them. You just don't know how many.
2: No, but it doesn't count oh, okay. because like we have a competition. Lucas has a step counter. I have one and Chad has one. And at the end of the night, we always sit down and go, okay, how many steps did you get? And I always win. And I I haven't worn mine all weekend and I'm a big fat loser. I'm like I'm <laughs> Jessica says, I got the most amazing small canter circle on the first try in everything. And the effing Pivo didn't record a dang thing. <laughs> it didn't happen. That nope, means it didn't, didn't happen. happen. Just, we're we're going to see a theme with just that. Just like today. the
0: Fitbit, didn't happen. No steps.
2: Carrie, Carries, we've been cussing Carrie for weeks, okay? Because she was on vacation in the Virgin Islands and her horse oh, from God, Ireland right. was coming over. She says, My dream horse finally arrived from Ireland. And OMG, he is so cute and so sweet. But now I have to get him saddles, a bridle, blankets, and he's a chestnut. So I need to figure out the best color saddle pads and the best boots. And I need to go shopping. <laughs>
0: You know, the Irish won the Nations Cup again in Wellington jumping a couple of weeks ago. Maybe she got one of those horses.
2: Oh, bless her, but she did. Uh, Kristen says that oh, this is so sad. The laundry mat that used to wash horse blankets for $17 has stopped washing horse blankets. And now I'm going to have to sneak my own blankets in when the owner's not there. So I have to wash them myself.
0: <laughs> Do you know what we see that you'd never see anywhere in Ocala? We see this in Ocala. You don't see it anywhere else. Even when we lived in Lexington, is every laundromat says horse blankets welcome?
2: Oh my gosh! Was it like separate <laughs> washers? Separate for washers for that? Yep. Uh-huh. Um, Amy says, I started my little three-year-old off the track standardbred, and she is the most agreeable little thing in the world and tries her little heart out, but I cannot get past the fact that I'm using a blue surcingle over a pink saddle pad, but I just can't <laughs> justify buying another one for the color. <laughs> she called it a roller, but she's not in America. It's called surcingle here, but yes, it's a, it's a it really, it's teal. I mean, it's the perfect shade of teal. So that to me, um, Allie says, so since my mare started training after rehab, she decided to grow this muscle called a shoulder. So now I have to buy a wide retreat saddle, but I was dumb. And I told my husband how much it actually cost instead of telling him first it's $5,000. Just kidding. It's only 3,500. That's so much better. See, this is the training that I've done to you guys. I've given you guys. If something costs $3,500, you do not say that it costs $3,500. You tell your husband it costs $5,000. And then he goes, oh, my God. You're like, just kidding. It's only 3500 And then they're relieved. How you many times can you get away your... with that? Do you know my husband did that to me the other day? <laughs> He, he learned totally your trick. Reversed. He was like, I really need this driver for golf. And I was like, okay, don't you have a driver? He's like, yeah, but I just like, I'm old. I need a new one. And I'm like, oh, well, how much is it? He was like, it's like 700 bucks. I was like, what? He was like, just kidding. It's 400. And I was like, oh my God, that's so much better. <gasps>
0: <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> you taught him your tricks.
2: Mm-hmm. She By says. Way, uh,
0: $400 for a driver.
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm making up numbers probably because I blanked it out because I didn't want to know. It's probably, which means it's probably more. Feel still cheaper than a uh, saddle. So. Nicole says, listen, you don't need a saddle every year because they're in those, like special new ones, <laughs> better technology every two years. Uh, Nicole says, I'm so excited. The weather's been really nice and spring is finally here, but now my horse is shedding and I swear the wind changes direction every time I switch sides brushing her so it always blows directly on me. Girl, I have the problem with that chapstick is my worst nightmare and i always have chapstick on and then my hair gets stuck to my mouth and it's awful gwen says the trainer in my barn offered to work with my horse for a discounted rate while i'm out she hurt her knee she said of course i took her up on the offer because i don't want my four-year-old to have a month off but now i'm sad she's gonna like the trainer more than me Casey says, I currently have two horses that are rideable and one that I need to be training to get her ready for a first rider. But I have to work all week for, to pay for the gas to go to the barn to mess with the horses. <laughs> <laughs> Dang jobs. Adrian says, every <laughs> every time I rake the barn aisle, I make it look like a perfect zen garden. And then somebody walks right across it. That's someone is me <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is bad when you rake the arena and then somebody goes in it, you're like,, oh.
2: I know, I have a concrete aisle, and I get it so perfect and pristine, and then I bring the horses in and they walk across the barn now like leaving their little hoof cookies everywhere <sighs> Alyssa says I get an amazing deal on a horse trailer, but it won't be delivered until next weekend, and I want it now. <laughs> Maya says, I got a new jump saddle for my hard-to-fit pony, and it was the easiest saddle trying buying experience ever because my friend was selling it. It just happened to fit perfectly, and I tried it for two weeks just to make sure. And we have a company, rep who lives in the neighborhood. But now I need to find a new bridle and wide stirrup leathers to match the odd reddish color.
0: <laughs> you should have gotten Everything teal. It would have been much better.
2: Teal, yeah. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, this is awesome. She said, the H-C-N, in parentheses hot cowboy next door <laughs> <laughs> the hcn will trailer my new horse home for me but i have to actually call him because i can't just text him because he doesn't have a cell phone what that made the hcn a little less h yeah. in my opinion <laughs> yeah.
0: he doesn't have a cell phone
2: my god my what father-in-law like just
0: got one at 76 yeah but this guy doesn't sound like he's 76
2: i know uh, Jennifer said, I'm a new mama to my baby horse. Her Maybe mare... he's happier
0: in life, though, to be honest.
2: Probably, yeah, probably. Probably, is. Um,
0: probably gets more work done, too.
2: Jennifer's um, mare had a baby, but then colic, and then I like, wasn't producing milk, so now she's having to bottle raise that's her That's a baby, real or... problem
0: there. That is a real yeah. problem.
2: But her problem is, she says, I'm now a mama to my new baby horse, but I have to leave to go to work, and it's not fair.
0: <laughs> you don't um, want to leave the cute little ones.
2: No. Rebecca says, I just adopted an OTTB and my mare's bridle and saddle fit him perfectly. So I don't get to go shopping for new ones. <laughs> <laughs> We're all over the map here, people. Yes, anyway. <laughs> and this is a common one today, too. And Hannah said, I asked my mom to take some videos of me riding. And we had such a lovely ride. And I was so excited to see how they looked. And when I looked at the videos, I found she took photos of nothing while she thought she was videotaping. Ah. farm boy doesn't understand the zoom lens i get you i'm like literally farm boy i'm four miles away and you're videoing you just (laughs) zoom in you're 20 you should know how to do this better than me (laughs)
0: all right time for one or two more
2: okay i'll go i have so many of them but we'll go to patty's because this one's very sad and you kind of almost have to see the picture but patty says i've been waiting to get my nameplate for my horse's halter back for a whole week and this is what came back to me her registered name is Lady Voodoo. Font matters. If you look at Lee, it's a swoopy font. And if you, if you look at it, it, it the says one. Lady Doodoo. <laughs> <laughs> the v has like this weird curve, and now it looks like Lady Doodoo. She said mistakes were made on both sides. <laughs> Uh, oh, if I didn't get to yours, then I will try to get to them next week and save them because uh, Diane had one. Robin, Robin's was great too. You know what? I'll gonna give you Robin's because you'll you'll understand right. this one. Right. Um, because it's not horse related. She said it's not horse related, but I just bought the new iPhone. AT&T had such a great deal. It's like it was free. But now I have to reset up my Bluetooth connections and all.
0: That is a pain. You know, I always trade my phone before every two years usually, but I've had mine for almost three now, and I'm in no hurry just because of that. I know. It's like they're just little tweaks anyway now with the new phones. Unless you're 12 generations old, you're just getting little tweaks, and it's like it's not even worth it anymore to change your contacts, and then you lose half of them and –
2: It's a mess. A mess. It's so hard to have new technology. It is. There's a first-world problem
0: right there. (laughs) All right, everybody. Hey, I did just get a report. Uh, We're going to have – by the way, we'll we'll hang around for just a couple minutes. Jamie has to go. I got to go. go. The
2: vet's coming. Yeah, the
0: vet's coming. But uh, we'll hang around for a couple minutes with the auditors. Um, But I just got a report from Debbie that a bunch of listeners have bought tickets for the movement.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yep. She just gave me oh, a report. So, so, yay. She said we're doing a good job. So, hopefully, we can see more of you there. It'd be, it would be so much fun to hang out for a weekend. And you won't be on a boat. So, you don't have to worry about that.
2: Exactly. That's why Mama's going. <laughs> <laughs> Spade in your gallon, everybody.
0: Worst Illustrated episode tomorrow. Wednesday, Jamie and I, Kayla on Thursday, and then Really Bad Ads on Friday. Hey, uh, we, we don't have much time. I just wanted to mention that uh, to the auditors that a bunch of you, and I noticed you posted in the auditor room over the weekend, uh, you know, because of illness and moving and everything, a bunch of you were coming to and wanted to get together in Ocala, and we just couldn't add another thing to our plate, especially when I was sick. Um, and my arm is getting better. I'll have everybody know. Thank you for asking about that. It is getting better. It's not perfect yet, but we're there. I follow up uh, ultrasound on Wednesday to see where, where the clots are. But um, – Yeah, so I wanted to let you know, if you're coming down now, like for the next month or so, uh, get in touch with us and we'll try and get together. We're in a little better shape uh, and uh, we're just in a little better place to do it. I just, we couldn't add anything else. So I apologize to everybody we missed. I noticed a bunch of posts in the auditor room yesterday, but hope you understand. We'll, we'll do better now, and we're going to get back on track with uh, with the show with Nikki and Helena that we do—the kind of a, you know off-color show that we do for the auditors. I'm going to get back on track with doing the monthly reports, so all the auditor stuff that's been missing because of me last couple of months will be coming back. So look for it. That's all I want. I just wanted to mention that to the auditors.
2: All right. Well, I'll give you – I'm having Zeus looked at, and then I've got a pre-purchase on a adoptable horse. So I'll give you guys an update on all that on Wednesday, and, how and Zeus is good doing. good job
0: with the chicken auction story. That was very funny. <laughs> That's very good.
2: Life. I just live it.
0: All right, auditors. We'll see you.
3: All right. Bye. Bye, Glenn.